Amen, amen. I got 10 minutes, which is a joke. I want you to turn with me to Psalm 23. You might not need it, but if you need it, it'll be on the screen. Psalm 23. Each night we're going to have a different person lead a devotion, and they're going to share whatever God put on their heart. And then I, before we do this, if we could bring up the slide, Ryan, if you could find me the slide while people are turning there that has the version link to the um, devotion. We had a little trouble with version today, but we have a daily devotional, a video devotion, and each day is done by me, and you can follow along for free on the version Bible app, Okay. So if you want it, you can, you can find it there. We're going to send out an email in the morning since the link's not working, but you can whip your phone out. I think it could take 150, 160 people on there. Uh, and you can follow along. And each day you're going to get a post, and it's going to have the scripture. It's going to have the topic. It's going to have a prayer that I wrote. But it's going to have about three minutes from me on just on what God put on my heart for that day. And so I'd love for you to follow along. We're going to make this available every time we do this and even during revival. Uh, so this is going to be something that we're going to keep in habit of. So, And we'll, if, you, if you can't find it or you can't locate it or that link's not working, then just email the church and we'll put it out and we'll find a way. Psalm 23, okay? Psalm 23. I want to read it from the ESV. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is probably the most well-known psalm that David writes. And tonight the topic is, is all on the favor of God and the wisdom of God, just needing that favor and needing that wisdom. And uh, it's powerful. Hope there's, you could preach a whole six or seven week sermon series on this passage. It's, it's so deep. It's, it's, it's a lot to it when you get to grind it in there. But I just want to point out a couple of things that the Lord just spoke to me when I was reading it uh, earlier this week. Um, first thing is this, David, I wrote this down, David doesn't shy away from the fact that there are hard times. It says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Not, like, like I've said this before, we'd love to skirt around that valley. We'd love to sign up for this life where we give our heart to Jesus and all of a sudden we get an express lane pass to avoid all the traffic, right? To avoid all the hardship, to avoid all the, all the incidences. It'd be great to get that fast pass around, but that's not what God promises. But what God does promise is that you'll have him with you the whole way. The whole way. You'll have him with you. And a lot of times people are like, man, I just don't know if I feel God in this season or in this time. But you know what God left for us? One of the greatest gifts he could have ever left for us is God left his word. His word. This is a church grounded on the word. And if you feel like God is so far from you and you're here tonight to just find him, I'm, I'm going to encourage you. Open his word throughout the week and watch God speak to you. Speak to you. I got a new Bible. I'm going to preach from the ESV, by the way, all this year. Got a new Bible. I told everybody I'd get a new one each year. And I'm not going to take anything I wrote in my Bible from the last two years and put it in there. I'm just going to let God speak to me all new again as I read that whole thing. And because he'll do it every time you can read a passage like this over and over while I was reading it right now The Lord just gave me a word to say uh, to add to it Even though I walk through the darkest valley. There's no denying life is hard y'all. It's hard It's hard 
And uh, what separates you and I from unbelievers outside of our relationship with Jesus Christ is the fact that we don't have to walk through this hard life alone. Everyone else, they have to rely on their own skills and on, on man, but you and I get to rely and lean on the Lord. He's the shepherd who leads us beside still waters. And when I go through trials, um, I'm always looking for who can, who, can, who can join with me. It's like, if I'm going to suffer, you're going to suffer too, all right? Like, like if we're in, sitting in traffic, I hope Emily has no cell phone service, so she has to watch the traffic too, right? As a believer, you have two different kinds of encouragement that come in trials. The first one is this. You have the brotherhood of believers. Ephesians chapter 4, 29. Let no corrupt talk come out of your mouths, but only such that is good for building up as fit for the occasion that it might give grace to those who are here. We should encourage one another, lift each other up, bear one another's burdens. That's what love does. And in 1 Peter chapter 2, we're going to do that later in this week, but he says, honor all men, love the brotherhood. You have to love those you do life with as a believer. They're your encouragement. They're your source. And to me, when you're hit, when life gets hard, there's no family like church family. Can I get a witness from somebody? The second source of encouragement we all have is, is obviously the Lord. He walks with us. He's the good shepherd. He's the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. He's my rock, man. He's my rock and my salvation. Don't underestimate the power of encouraging somebody. As a believer, that's our job, is when you see a brother or a sister stumble or have a hard day, encourage them. Encourage them. It costs nothing to encourage someone. Nothing. Second thing I, I noticed about this, and I've shared this before, but God's preparing a place, y'all. He's preparing a place. The emphasis on preparing. If I was going to show up at your house, right, for dinner, you would probably take the couple days before and clean. Let's be real. You clean the day of. Stop playing. We all know that. Like, you'd be like, hey, it'll be all right. It's not that bad. We'll clean it in the morning. But if I was coming over, you would prepare, right? Because you prepare for a guest. You prepare for someone you want to come over. It's the unwanted people that ring your doorbell and said, hey, I saw your car. I think I just stopped by. It's those people that get on our nerves. But people that we want to see and want to be a part of, we prepare for them. And what, when I read that, I just realized, like, the Lord wants to be in communion with me so much. He wants to be with me. So he is preparing a place for me. He's preparing a place for me because he loves me, and he has this anticipation of my coming. And he prepares it. And where does he prepare it? He prepares it in the place, right, in the presence of all my enemies. He will put his favor on me right in the middle of everybody who wants God's favor off of me. And that's what makes, it, that's what makes him so good, y'all. Is when everyone wants you to fail, God will make you succeed. And when he does, you don't get the credit. He gets the credit. Because they'll look at you and say, he ain't that smart. Surely that's God on his life. Surely that's God doing what he's doing at that church. And then the last thing that I, I saw when I read this is this, that phrase, surely goodness and mercy will follow me. It'll follow me all the days of my life. Not just some days, not just on the good days, but the goodness and mercy of the Lord, it never ends. It is without ceasing. You could live a million years and never touch a drop of how strong and mighty and good the Lord is. He is forever good and he's forever faithful. And if you look at this world and you look at everything going wrong in your life, you could come up with a list of what's wrong. But I'm here to tell you, if you just close your eyes and you just get to thinking about how good God has been, you can make a list 10 times longer than anything that's wrong in your life. Anybody thankful God woke you up this morning? God, he woke you up. 
it says goodness and mercy will follow me. Can I tell you what? Sometimes you just need to follow the signs. You want to find the people who really love the Lord? Follow the trail of goodness and mercy that goes behind them. Look back at their life and see how good God has been. And God, God has favorites, y'all. He has favorites. He blesses those who are committed to him in the private. He blesses them beyond measure. And what I want it to be said of me is that surely and goodness are following that man. Surely goodness and mercy are going to follow me all the days of my life. And that I, not so that I can dwell in richness of my own house, but so that I can dwell in the presence of God forever. God, let me, don't ever let me get to a place, God, where I can't hear you or feel you or see you or, or just, God, I want to be, I want to be under whatever he's doing. I don't want to be without the hand of God on my life. Y'all, I'm not that good. <laughs> We're not that good, Brother Jerry. We need the Holy Ghost. We need God's touch. And hear me. As good as you are at your job, you still need the anointing of the Lord on you. You still need his favor. And if we should pray for something, let us pray. Let us pray and ask God, Lord, let me dwell in your house. Let me be so close to you that I'm living with you all the days of my life. That goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And so maybe you feel like life's been hard lately. I promise you, as hard as life can get, God can be so much better in those moments. I, I don't know why, what it is about the bad times, right? We seem to find God the most in the hard times. I just find him. He just, he shows up. He shows up on his own timing, but he shows up in a way, man, that, that leaves my soul marked so that when I get further down the road, I can turn around and look and say, look what the Lord has done. Look how good he's been to me. God will make a place for you. He's prepared a place of rest and refuel. I felt that rest and refuel for somebody today. You've been, you're weary, you're tired. He's prepared a place for you. Right in the middle of all the drama, he's going to prepare a place for you to come and dine and rest and refuel. Rest and refuel. I want it to be said like David says, Lord, let my cup overflow. I just want, I don't, and we always want to say that with, with financial favor, right? Like everybody prays that, uh, Pastor Kim, we want like, Lord, let the blessings of God overflow. But what about just the fact that, that God's with me, his presence, his presence, let it overflow. Let the joy of the Lord overflow in my heart. If somebody ever told me that you were mean to them, I'd slap them because they were a liar, Donnie, because you have the joy of the Lord. You just have the joy of the Lord. I, let it be said of you that you have the joy of the Lord, that you have his peace in your life, and that when you come into the room, you don't take away, but you bless and you add. So that's my thought tonight. Lord, let that favor, let the goodness of God follow me all the days of my life. Why? So that I can dwell with you forever. Not so that I can be famous, God, but so that I can dwell in your house forever and ever. Anybody want that? Anybody want to be in God's presence forever and ever? Anybody want his favor? So here's, here's what I want to do, okay? I want us to just take the next few moments and just pray for the favor and wisdom of God. And here's what you can do. Maybe you're like me and you're a walker when you pray. I'm going to walk this room. The altar's open. You can come find a seat. You can turn around in your seat and pray. You can sit how you're sitting. I don't care. I just want you to pray. And we're going we're gonna to find a place to pray in this room. And we're just going to seek God for the next 15 minutes. And then we're going to have people come up to the microphone and pray over their topic. But, but if we could put favor and wisdom up on, the, up on the screen for me, if you don't mind favor and wisdom that's what we're praying for right now i'm gonna pray okay and i just want you to find a place in the room to pray can we do that everybody understand
Let's pray. Lord, I just thank you for what you're about to do. I pray as we seek you, God, you'd show up in a real way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Would you find a place in the house today?